And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Capes and Cows. Thank you for joining us here today. We got a full spoiler review of the finale of She-Hulk. It's episode nine. We'll give our thoughts on that. There's other things going on in the world. Black Adam's right around the corner, so we'll talk about that. I have my early reaction up. I assume at this point Koi has his early reaction up. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about the preview about as far as what we expect to see or what you guys could expect. No reviews just yet on that one. But um, a lot of other things to talk about going on. There's tons with the the move with Marvel. They're moving all, a lot of their movies, and pretty much that had to do with Blade. Well, at least that's what I think. They're, they they were going to have two Avengers movies coming out in the same year. That's not going to happen anymore. There's a bunch of shifts that happen in Marvel. So we'll break that down. That'll be the majority of it. And then we have a brand new segment on the show today, simply called Boom. We're going to go over five. Uh, we're going to go over some some comic books today, and that'll be a, a fun little segment. So I hope you join us for today. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you join the Patreon. There's a lot of stuff going on on the Patreon. You like Winston, myself, and Corey will watch us do our rewatches. That's everything. Speaking of uh, Black Adam, we're doing Shazam this month, so check us out over there. Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are found. And if you haven't already done it, do me a favor and subscribe. Let's get us to 70000 before the end of the year. That'd be wonderful if you can. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. All right, everybody. It's Capes and Cows. Let's do it. Me and you and Winston and Coy. I'm ready. You ready? Great. Let's do it. Welcome back, everybody. It's Capes and Cows. It's myself. It's Koi. And Winston Amar. Jacket season. So uh, nice, isn't it? Isn't it? It's nice. And we still have the air conditioner on. Um, <laughs> anyway. That's the reason for me to keep this on. It's true. All right, let's just get into it, guys. We're going to go straight into it. I don't have a graphic for the She-Hulk stuff. I put a graphic for everything else except uh, She-Hulk today, and I screwed, I messed up. But we had episode nine. It was the finale. There are going to be spoilers on this, so if you have not seen it, you should tune out and obviously look at the time code for the next thing that comes in. Um, all right, my, my thoughts on this was that as, a, as I was starting it out, I love the way that episode eight ended, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, as I said, we, we talked about and agreed that it was like the three episodes had the perfect balance with the yeah. three best, at least in, in, in my opinion. Um, it's like, okay, well now, and as you said, Winston, what are they going to do to wrap this up to make it all have uh, make sense? Instead, they go with this thing of like, well, we're really going to break the fourth wall now, and now we're going to go into the writer's room, and they're going to do this. And I was like, what the f- hell am I watching? Um, I just, I thoroughly disliked this episode. Um, but what I will say is I thought there was a lot of clever stuff that they mm. did inside of it. I thought a lot of it, sometimes a lot of the jokes didn't work. I thought a lot of the jokes did work. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like the direction mm-hmm. where they're in. Um, I also, what I did, what I did like, even though I didn't like it was, was the fact that when they turned the Todd Phillips thing, I think is hilarious by the way, but they turned Todd Phillips into the Hulk and I'm like, this is where they're going with this is ridiculous. And she turns, this is ridiculous. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was like, well, where are they going to go with that? And then she shows up to Disney, and she's in the writer's room, and she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, 
I know she's been telling you this is the show, a show the whole time, but it's really a show. Here's the writer's room. Here's this. And I had to talk to Kevin. Clever. But it lost me. I was just like, uh, okay, they're, they're really patting themselves on the back here. But uh, I know you guys loved it. So, and, I, and, and I haven't <laughs> even talked to you. Speak for me. I, I, I know you well enough that you both loved it. Am I wrong? Don't speak for me. All right, go know. ahead. Winston, what do you think about it, Winston? So, I actually tweeted about it this morning. Um, watched it not stone this time. Okay. So, oh. I can't, so I can catch up. 4 a.m. instead of post 5. <laughs> no, it's 6 this time. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, you were correct in that I liked what they went for. I, I appreciated going in the writer's room. I appreciated the nod to the uh, Natasha hallway fight from Iron Man 2. Mm. Um, I appreciated the Kevin being like this kind of overlord AI type situation. They even has a little hat. I thought that was cool. Here's my issue. The way I described it, the way I felt at the end of this is I felt like I had a meal that was well prepared, that I liked the ingredients, I liked the flavor profiling, but then I finished and I was like, why am I still hungry? And so what my issue is, is that we had a situation with this episode where I felt a lot of the stuff that should have been bigger payoffs one way or the other just didn't happen. Right. And so I felt I loved the meta element, but I would have preferred is if she gave her um, suggestions for what needs to go down, Cool, we're good. Go back into the show, and now let's and, actually and do it. Sure, yeah. And that's my problem. Yeah. To just then immediately go, and you're arrested, and you're arrested, right. and you're... I was like, no, 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 no. That doesn't work for because me. Because you know what it was? That was the problem for me, is that it just... It was a clever bit, yeah. but they went for the bit. And right. the whole episode was a bit. And it was not... It, it had no follow-up to the show. It had no follow-up to... The, that, that balance was out the window. The balance that we talked about that we love so much, that balance was gone. It, it literally felt like... Um, I thought that the in, for for the Schmodon heads here that saw spectacular. I loved the bit that Shazam did about like everybody got killed by chainsaws, but you essentially put up the technical difficulty screen and then you just pop back into like the end of the match and it's like, wow, man, that was crazy. What everything happened and blah blah blah. If you do that bit, I need you to go right back to the point where maybe Todd is about to inject himself with the the blood mm, and right. give me and a different like direction, right. so that we just realize no, 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 this isn't going to work. Rewind, start over, and finish. That was, I think, as I've had time to process why I didn't feel satisfied because I felt like you cheated me out of the moments that pay off. And I'm not saying I need a massive fight scene, I know but I do mean. need yeah, to address cool. what's going on. So I really liked that we finally got the closure for Jen, but I do feel like everything, and that was in the beginning of the episode. She finally realized she wanted to be Hulk. She finally realized she could be Jen Walter and then She-Hulk. And that was kind of the point of the show is, is accepting of self and realizing that if everyone's against you, you've got to figure out how to be comfortable in your own mm -hmm. self and your own skin. And I loved all that got accomplished, but then the denouement was all of this extra stuff where, you know, the fourth wall's fully broken and all that. So personally, I liked episodes one, two, eight, and nine, but I definitely felt like it could have been a six episode show. And then this could have been the penultimate show. I would have done one, two, eight, nine, and the 10th episode would have been the conclusion. So we have the fourth wall break. We mm -hmm. make her aware that she's in a writer's room. Mm -hmm. We do all the Truman Show stuff. We make this episode the second to last episode, and then we have a closure episode. We have more of the, the, the eight Lord of the Rings endings. I would have rather had a slow rollout, things get accomplished, or had this be an hour long, but I did feel the unsatisfied sandwich thing, but I also felt the middle of the show wasn't as good. I did enjoy this episode, but I didn't think that the middle was as good as this, so then I just kind of was like, 
I don't know how I feel about the show overall. Cause I do like that it made fun of the things that we didn't enjoy. Some of the writing being cliche, some of the choices being over the top. And they did that by doing this very comic accurate shield fourth wall break. So I do think the episode nine elevated the show for me some, but it's still probably like my third to least favorite of them because overall, just because they explained things being iffy doesn't mm-hmm. make the iffy things less iffy. 100%. I agree. Yeah, and I think that for me is that if you enjoy this and you think that, you know, it was, which again, it was clever, but it's like the problem that I have with it overall is that it just seems like the writers were making this show for themselves. Like they knew, they knew that there'd be some people, some people are really going to enjoy this. They had full intention of pissing off a lot of people. They had full intention. See, that's where this, and this comes back to the me being petty thing. Like I enjoyed that. Like making a show to make, make trolls upset is great. Now there, there is an aspect to it that I agree. Because I think that even when we, sometimes when you go into it and you, and address it too much, like, you know, we've had our conversations about it. And I even said to myself, and I said a couple of people, we've had conversations about social media in general, and how we approach it. And then we've done that a few times. And the audience had, has said at one point, we get it. But if you can, like, I don't want to tune into that every week. And I, I looked at that and I said, you're right. We've, yeah. we've, we've made our point clear. And then let's move on. Let's do our show every week. And it's like, it's like I, I get it. And it's, you're not wrong, but you're sacrificing the show, in mm. my opinion, because I think you lose a lot of what the great, like the balance, again, I'm overusing that word, but the balance of the show was lost. And there were some funny lines, like when she says, we smashed this, we smashed this, and Matt Murdock sometime. Hilarious. Yeah, that was yeah, the X-Men there was moment. There was some X-Men moment. There was a yeah. lot, there's a lot of great stuff inside of it, but it just, it, like anything else, they sacrificed the story for the bits. The way Guardians 2 did for me. Like, mm. it's like, they, and I, although I think Guardians 2 had more emotional moments to tie up the very That, that, that the was end. the thing. I, I, would, I would make the argument Guardians 2, why a lot of people don't like it, is that was more of a direct look at those relationships than it was a plot. The plot yeah. was pretty yeah. thin, yeah. but it was truly about Peter and Yondu and his and ego. It was about Gamora and uh, uh, Nebula. It was about Rocket and all of them. Is like that. That was the focus, um, and not really the plot of what Ego was trying to do. That that was kind of half-assed in my opinion. But I think that's the problem. Is that like you said, you kept relaying it to an SNL bit. Um, they, they did do that, but the one thing that I will give that typically is at the core of those sketches, which y'all have done them before, is that you still have to have a through line. Yeah. And you still have to have a through line that you focus on. If we had gotten back to the scene, I agree. she knocks out Todd, and now we're immediately in court, and he's being prosecuted. It's a rewrite. It's I'm, a rewrite. I'm yeah, for sure. For I, and, I, and I, I thought they were I going that way. Go ahead. Ultimate, that's why I think the second to last episode should have been the big reveal. Honestly, most of the shows I wish were longer than six episodes. This show, I wish it went one, two, some of the dating stuff, maybe the Wong stuff is a middle episode, then this episode, and then then a rewrite closure episode. Yeah. I would have just changed the flow. Uh, but even that stuff you mentioned, right? Like it's like a lot of the stuff that was that they were setting up throughout the storyline was just kind of like thrown away. Like the dude who sleeps with her takes the takes the blood from her. Right? right. He goes, "Oh yeah, by the way, I hired that guy." And then you're like, "So we're never gonna see that guy again?" That's all the guy. They just got. He just did it for money. Mm-hmm. That was it. And then. I, I did. I, I like the bit when Pug goes in there and he's listening. He said he was. I got the thing hanging in my ear. He's like, Nah, everyone's. No, they're gonna get it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th- so I thought his whole infiltration and how he was just like, now quick, call them females. Uh, yeah, them yeah, yeah. damn females. females I was right. like, Yo, that's <laughs> there was everything stuff, yeah. up to, literally up until when he turns into the Hulk. 
Yeah, and then that things got weird because then Titania shows up, and that's when I was yeah. like, "Oh, okay, I get it." This but that's I think that's why the bit worked for great. me is because the level of absolutely of the whole show, absolutely. Well, that was the bit. Yeah, the bit was it the, retroactively improved how bad for me those moments felt. Yeah, right. Well, I agree with you, and that's why, like I'm saying, I'm different on Christian, where Christian didn't like the writers' room at all. Or right. I liked everything up until her and Kevin. I was like, "Great, now let's see what we're, they're going to rewrite this and do." And they never did it. Yeah, well, that so was. I, the, felt I think that maybe that's the same thing. Is that well, there's two sides of it. One is that. I think that if they would have done what they did there, it still at least makes a lot of the stuff when she's talking in in the car about this is my show, this is it. At least it feels consistent, mm -hmm. right? Because then they go because after that moment when that happens, they go back into the show, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. This is just a, like you said, it's just a wrap up. She she wrote the whole thing, but we never see it. it what what yeah. it, what it literally what it feels like is if someone tells you an epic tale and then they go, and then everybody that was bad went to jail and I was right, happy. Right. The end. Right. What? But we, get see, but we get to see Daredevil, and Daredevil's just kind of there with, you know, at the dinner table, which is fine. It was a good scene, but yeah. I, so oh. in the show, when when Titania busts in and Shield goes like, "This can't be real," and then you realize the fourth wall thing when it pauses and it like glitches, which I thought was genius. Uh -huh. The use of Disney Plus as a medium was so it was clever. hilarious. But to me, that moment when she's like, "This can't be what happens." And then they start to explain that this isn't what happens. I was like, "Okay, all in." But then the show ended in much the same way, like, and that's all that happens. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. So my issue is in the last fight when she's going, this can't be everything, that to me feels like an excuse for the middle chunk. So to use your sandwich metaphor, I love the bread, didn't love some of the toppings in the middle. Yeah, I think for me, as, as I, even because I do think the writer's room stuff, was it clever? Sure. My biggest problem was, though, it's, it's such a peek behind the curtain overall, like when that, with the, it, I know Deadpool does it, also right but deadpool's never really been part of the mcu and it's just like oh by the way none of this mcu stuff it's it's it, like i but it's like it's all not real and like when i'm watching it obviously we know that entertainment's entertainment but when i'm watching the show i like to pretend that this right. stuff of is exists. and it's like this is like this isn't real this isn't real none of it's real she said in the beginning it's not real i know this is really not real and i'm like it, it was a it was a bit, and it's just that it shouldn't be part of the MCU. Well, it's just a bit, but but the, I think the 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 one the, the part that I like about it because uh, remind me the, the the top of the top is the one above. It's not the one above all. Who who is like essentially Stan Lee? That is like the god of like Marvel. There's a character name. It's beyond. It's not the Beyonder. It's not Beyonder. Just controls the cosmic elements. Right. Um, there's there's, there's okay. The one above all. It might be the one, one above all. It might be the one above all, okay. which is literally meant to be like kind of God. And those moments that the one above all, it's like Kirby around. Stanley combo. Yes, one, yeah, it's one above all. Okay, so whenever the one above all shows up, it is very like kind of meta. Like, okay, look, I'm your creator. I penned you, all that kind of stuff. Almost like an uh, like an Animaniacs or Freakazoid type. And I'm fine with that as long as we can then plug back in. And that's right, the issue. I right. don't feel like we plugged back. Yeah, in. I think that, we all wanted the same thing. That last, they're a little bit more yeah. at the end. It's just, a little it bit seems more. like that. And I just, I, and I think that because the tease at the last episode, it was like, oh, they're getting back on track of for what for, for my taste. Eight was perfect, man. Yeah, so for my eight taste, was of, incredible of that blend of this is the well, because she even says it. She's like to, to Kevin. She goes, oh, it's a legal drama. He goes, all right, tell yourself that whatever, whatever, <laughs> or, or legal comedy, whatever. Um, and I was like, we ended so strong. And then when she's in jail, she's just kind of in that same prison as Blonsky is in. And then like, oh, right, we'll get we'll, we'll get you out now. 
It's like there's no stakes. Because I because no I even thought what was about to happen with with Abomination is that she was gonna walk. I was like, oh my god, he really was in on it. I was right. like, please don't actually be in on it. But then I kind of saw and I was like, oh, there's going to be a fight between the two where they genuinely is a misunderstanding. Like he he actually isn't evil. But and I really gonna- love the trolling of Hulk being in the episode. No, no, and I know. Then, that like was, that, that was I thought that was that worth was, everything. That was funny. Like that no, was no, so that clever was to be like, oh, the Hulk fight. Nah, like I thought that was worth yeah, the bit. Yeah. It it well again it was. It's not that I didn't, I didn't think the bit was lazy. I, yeah. I thought it was clever. I thought there were a lot of jokes inside of it that were funny. So I just for you. I just didn't. It's but it, it's it's more than that. Where I think it's just it's just not the direction that I think that they where they led from the last episode. Sure. What it's it's like the tone was completely different. Like completely, I mean, they they had they lucid in the football to you. Yeah, they they you you finally thought this was the time the show was gonna fully let you kick the football, and as soon as you got comfortable to do it, they, they pulled, pulled it, it away, yeah. and you got and you yeah, got and upset was, about and it. I, was, and I get that. And, and I don't think I'm upset. Not, not, no, I know what you mean, but I yeah. but it wasn't. It was it was just kind of like I was watching, it and I was like, as that happened, I'm like, oh, this is what they're doing. I'm okay, okay, and then as I watched it with subtitles, so yeah. I kind of spoiled it for myself. About Kevin. When it yeah. said Kevin, it was it had an acronym. Yeah, it had an acronym. So I was like, okay, well, it's not going to be Kevin Feige. There's no chance he's going to put it because I don't think he he can't put himself in it because then he's starting to get into a different territory with himself. So I sure. I was I was happy that I he love put the hat though. The hat yeah, was yeah. hilarious, uh, absolutely. But I do think it was a little. I don't know. It just it, when they're trying to build out this whole new phase, maybe it was just one to kind of you know. It's like an appetizer, and then they're going to really start getting a little bit more serious now with Black Panther and everything, too. I mean, Black Panther, <laughs> what, a, what a switch, man. Like, I know. I think the I mean. MCU's had as great of a... For this to be the last thing that we see before Black Panther is kind of wild. And that hard. talking drum sound beat when they're like, the visual effects artist has moved on to another team. That was, that, oh, I didn't even hear the drum beat. It literally that's, goes, that's they've funny. moved on to another team, and then the talking drum hits. I, I, so it gives you that two seconds of hilarious. that Kendrick score. Uh, I see. I, mi- I missed that. I was I was listening when she said X-Men to hear the riff again, like in Miss Marvel. Oh, they they were kind of forever. But I do lo- that that bit was funny to me. Okay, I need you to transform, but wait till the camera's off. That, you. that was great. That was, that was, it was that was great because they're working on something else. Again, there's not it wasn't like I didn't think they were lazy jokes. I thought they were good jokes. Yeah. I thought they were funny jokes. I just thought they were jokes that were like, okay, this is these are the writers sitting around, like they knew what they were gonna do and they were throwing they were they were it was it was a Ryan Johnson moment to me, to be honest with you. Of the I think like, that's why I liked it. And maybe that's, so. that's our you know, that's maybe, our thing. Maybe like, so. I really like when the writers are like <laughs> Yeah, but it's but but oh, you mean like the tossing the lightsaber thing? And no, but it, but a lot of different things. But just I think that knowing, just kind of goading on the the audience a little bit and sure. pushing it because for as much as Ryan Johnson says, oh, I didn't know they would react that way. Yes, he did. And and there was and there were other things like the writers clearly knew that they were going to be. And I'm not just talking about the trolls. And I'm sure. not just talking about people who were you know because what I did what what I didn't like to be completely honest with you is they they took a couple of shots of, on people inside of the episode. Because they went after everybody, but they went after people when it's like, even if you don't like the show, and there are people like, well, I didn't really like the show because of this, and it even went after those people mm-hmm. in, in it because it's like, it, it almost made me feel like, oh, they want everyone to, if you don't understand this show, then you don't, then you, then you're, you don't get it. You're not one of the cool kids. That's one of the problems I've always talked about. That's the way mm-hmm. it felt mm-hmm. watching it. Um, and I was like, okay, it was, it was clever, but. I, yeah. I, I guess the part reason why that doesn't necessarily bother me is if you've made it very clear that that's what you're doing, then that's what you're doing. So I know, like kinda, but, so, but but why take shots at everybody? Well, I mean, South Park does. Everybody. It's a different. It's I a guess. different. It's a different shot. But if you notice, South Park literally takes a shot at every single person, including sure. themselves, which they did in but this South, too. But that's, but that's but that's South Park. South Park is. I get that's it. not. That's not a brand that South Park. South Park never changed since day one. 
But, that's South Park. But that's but for this it's show. Not Marvel though. But for it's this not, show, I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, but that evolved too. Even the first couple episodes were they, and they changed it. They changed episode one because right. they had screened episode one. And, uh, they wouldn't have had the same kind of reaction because they almost so. duped everybody with right. the first one. Because like, this is what the show is. I'm really curious to rewatch it with the it knowledge was. of what it is, and then find out what the order had been. Right? I, yeah. I would love to know the order, yeah. and then to watch it in that lens and see if it changes something. For right. Me. Yeah. I would be curious. Um, a few other things. The stuff, the, the the rare bits of Marvel stuff that you actually got in this episode um, was the Hulk stuff with the sun because they yeah. did scar. Oh, because let's they did, go. Because they did ask. She asked Kevin about the X Men. He goes, "So we can't answer that right now." She's like, "Fine." And they said, "Well, we were gonna." Announced this thing, she's like, "Nah, don't bring it up." And he's like, "But we were gonna." She's like, "Nah, nah, nah." So whatever they were gonna talk about, but they did. They did. He said, "Save it for the movie." The one thing that they did show, because what he was just about to talk yeah. about is what Bruce has been doing. Right. They brought his son, so Scar is his we'll son. Do, now, does, now, now wait, does he? Doesn't doesn't the kid die? Uh, yeah, but I don't know if they're gonna. If you look at where the phase four has gone, everyone's a parent now, right? Like Iron Man, yep. his kids, that's why he sacrificed himself, Thor at the end. Like, I feel like there's just going to be this paternal young Avengers thing, and I think Scar might take Hulkling's spot. In the comic, there's a, a yes. character named Hulkling. They that's haven't really I introduced thought. the Skrulls enough. You know what I mean? Like, they haven't that's really... So there's a there's a love story between Hulkling and the one of the kids of Wanda. So yeah. that might be what they do here, is introduce him for that reason. So they could kill him, but they also might kind of make him someone else but but also if i remember from world war hulk though i know that that kind of is almost a divergent storyline a little bit yeah they so might just lose the wife you know what i mean like they could have right. the hulk rage also the fact that hulk's back like hey i feel like but they might not they, they, they were building it differently anyway because right. because the fact that we did ragnarok you decided to have world war hulk you, you decided to blend two different yeah. things you know what i did like though the opening, which I liked a lot, was the homage to the original genius, the the Lou Ferrigno series. Her yeah, oh my god, dude, because it was the way that it was shot and everything yeah. too. Like that, that was I enjoyed that. And then when it was her dream, I was like, that's again. The episode was clever. I'm not going to take it away from it. I just think it was it was what clever. a great world yeah. by night follow it's, too. Yeah, Timing yeah. wise, yeah. on the schedule, yeah. like it's spooky season. Yeah. Give us that sure. 70s. I, I guess. I guess my final takeaway is is just that I, I felt like I fully had invested in her being truly um, violated. Right. And I wanted to see her right. get same. justice. I wanted her to to whoop some people's ass, and I wanted her to put some people in jail or take them for all their money. And I don't. It was just kind of a, a show. A, a, like a tell right instead of a show they just told me and now they're gonna do the court scene i want to see the court right. i want to see you well, make todd squirm oh well, todd's also an imbecile though which right. is also why i didn't it wasn't a big threat at all because here's the best friend who goes oh i have a video of she hulk dancing around which why that was embarrassing i thought it was pretty hot but uh but but either way like she asked the right about aoc they'll tell you what's that it was the aoc aoc thing. oh was, was that a, what it was, it was yeah it was a not it was a, it was oh, a twerking okay. video oh, oh. and how, how impotent men get embarrassed, it's so, man. It's, it's so silly. Why, why, why anyone thinks that that's, that's embarrassing. But anyway, <laughs> but the, the, the point is that the best friend sends that in and, and they go, Hey, come, thanks for the video. Come on to the, the big right. secret no, rally. No other, not. All right. Let me test you out. Let me see who you like. I have all this money. Let, let's do a, it's no, because we have 32 minutes. We don't have enough time. So yeah, just come on, come on to the thing. There's like, that's what, that's what I meant about the show. When I'm talking about my biggest mm. criticisms, right. mm. nothing feels real. And you're like, well, it's a movie. It's a, it's a superhero thing. It's not supposed to be real. Everything else that, that you've watched, whether it's... But that's why I like even, the ending, because this show is not... It's not the same. It's, it isn't real because of the ending. Right. So, like, well, no, to no, me, I know, I know. That, that helped a lot of the writing. It, absolutely. Abs it, it's consistent with 
everything in general and for people. And, and Winston does this a lot, too, which and I know you're not making an excuse for it, but you say it a lot where you say, well, that's what it was in the comics. I don't care. It wasn't in the comics. I didn't like I probably wouldn't like it in the comics either. You know, it's like, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not paralleling the comics here, which I do. No, think they handled well. been, no, no, no I totally yeah. get, and I agree with you. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think it is that way in the comics is a good enough excuse because some comics aren't good. Right. Like people do it's like all the time, and, but like, it's like watching a movie and you're like other movies have done that. Yeah. But I didn't like that movie. But, right. So I, I get you. But right. especially because they are not doing an actual full on adaptation. Like if you were doing Harry Potter, you right. cut stuff for time, but you leave right. everything in. You're well, not it's, doing the, that. it's the difference between the Ron Perlman Hellboy and the David Harbour Hellboy for me. Ron Perlman Hellboy is an adaptation of Hellboy. To me, the David Harbour one actually was flawed because it tried to translate. It, it tried to be oh. a literal. Like, if you oh, look really? at the Hellboy movie, okay. it feels like you're just, like, filming a comic and making I, it 3D. I didn't see the second one. Look, oh, over... But to me, that's the difference, right? You gotta, yeah. you gotta adapt to the medium, which I, is why I like this, because this was the most Disney Plus thing possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, overall, I think that the whole thing was uh, was a gamble. And if you like gambling... <laughs> my bookie, I was curious where my, you're going. My bookie, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I, we're so happy to have them. They've been with us for a while now. And your favorite athletes always strive to put themselves in the winning position, and it's about time you did it too with my bookie. My bookie has the biggest online selection of odds and contests to fill all your sports betting needs anytime, anywhere. You can bet on the NFL, ML playoffs as the Yankees strive to make their bid to become the champions again, or play for a share of big cash prizes in the weekly blackjack tournaments. If you've been waiting for the right time to get in the action, that time is now. Make your winning move today. You sign up at MyBookie, but use that promo code BIGTHING and claim your deposit match of any amount up to $1,000. Again, that's a promo code BIGTHING to claim your bonus. Experience sports in a whole new light. and Make this season a winning one. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. And if you haven't done it already, people will keep asking, how do you help? How, how can you help the show? How can you help the show? Um, and I love, first of all, whether you comment, like if you joined patreon whatever you do but i also say to people if you find something that you like in um in with the sponsors get it and if you're if you're if you're going to bet on something this uh, this weekend use the code use my bookie help yourself out as well the share it with a friend deal even if that friend is yourself your mcdonald's your rules Live your best morning with BOGO breakfast sandwiches only on the McDonald's app. Now buy one bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles or sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and get a second one free. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one per day. Excludes one, two, three dollar menu. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Um, our last thing on She-Hulk as we wrap up, because this is the last time we're going to be talking about this show, at least for a while. And I guess that's kind of the transition I'm going to bring up to you guys. Where do we go with She-Hulk? Because what I did see is as I put my my um, my review up, and I saw somebody incorrectly say because I said this in my in my reaction, I said the show did well in the ratings. You know, it was consistently, and someone's like, "Oh no, 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 you're you're wrong. This show did not do well in the ratings. The show did very well in the ratings. It did exceptionally <laughs> well. It did exceptionally Par well. Partially for the people that loved it." Yeah, and a lot from the haters because they love to hate. One hundred percent, because people are talking about it, whether Constantly. you hate it. Or like, so uh -huh. it's it's not. So that person was absolutely one hundred percent incorrect. But it doesn't. But what I will say is, it is not universally beloved. No. It's um, I if most most people, even the people who who have talked about it positively, have it very low ranked in their overall score on on MCU shows. So, yeah. does this show get a season two? 
or do they just continue with Jennifer Walters? Tatiana Maslany is a superstar. She's she's just you can't take your eyes off her. She's an yeah. amazing. She's like, an amazing. That sequence performer. of her with Kevin, I was like, this is some of she, the best. Like this is genius. She's even though I didn't like the the direction. Sure. It was her the whole entire time. I'm just focused on her going, her delivery on this and all of it. She's say what you want about Phase Four. Some of the best performances: Oscar Isaac yeah. as Moon Knight, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like you know what I mean. Absolutely. So I, we have we're in a good place as far as going forward. But where do we go with? I with think her? she she becomes uh, a key part of an Avengers team. I don't know if that's the Young Avengers as a mentor. If that's going to be in the in the Captain America Four, because if they're bringing in you know Tim Blake Nelson, yeah. maybe that was what they're alluding to. Like, aren't we going to introduce and then oh, we save it for the movie? Maybe it's not a Hulk movie. Maybe it's Cap Four. There's a lot of places she could go. I would, I would, if I had to venture a guess, there may be, there may be uh, an element of trying to bring. Um, it's not, it's not the A team, A force. Is sure. that it? Yeah, yeah. There's a possibility of that because where Mr. T comes in. I mean, there's that too. Uh, you, you might potentially, legitimately get a force between. I, I, I think obviously that Kate Bishop's going to be more young sure. Avengers, yeah. but you have that as an avenue. You have Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel. You got Spectrum. Uh, you know, I doubt we'll see Gwyneth, uh, Gwyneth again, but um, Cassie got, Lang as as um, uh, stature. Absolutely. Do we so, get? Do we get? Um, you might even get a Defenders. That's another thing. Since you're starting by bringing Daredevil back, there's also a possibility that you might do a Defenders. You know what type I want situation. after World by Night? I want the Midnight Suns in that world. Oh, that wouldn't be bad. You either. know what I mean? I'd well, love to see that grow. Before we move on to the next scene, do you think that we ever get a scene with both? She-Hulk and Deadpool breaking the fourth Absolutely. I, I think at this point that's like almost inevitable because those are the two that can. Right. And what I want to do is have a scene where Deadpool is aware that he's from a different universe and so is She-Hulk so they have a conversation about like Fox rights because she already said the X-Men thing. They could do it right, right. there. Literally yeah, Deadpool know. could swear because he's the only one that's from a Fox universe yeah, and then he gets bleeped in Marvel and he gets bleeped in our universe and then She-Hulk references it. That's that what I do. I think that that's what it is as, as I hear you say that because I think that same thing. In Deadpool, I think it's hilarious when he mentions the actors like Hugh Jackman and right. everything too. But it takes me out of it for that split second. Oh, I, love I go, it. but but yeah. it goes to your point earlier though. Yeah. They get back into it, right? They get back into there the mission. Still, so there when is they go Dead, back, Deadpool Cusco's. Yeah. Deadpool stops the movie that, and but, brings you but and then, then back to back, the movie. Then he gets back yeah. into it and then it stays back both, in the movie. Yeah, both yes. movies conclude yes. and let you see the conclusion right. happen. Right. So that's why I like it, and that's why the genius of Ryan Reynolds' marketing is it's like he's Deadpool day to day. Like you know, like I know a lot of people like he plays the same character. Yeah, but in his marketing, he knows how to be in and out of narrative. Yeah, and that's so hard to do. It's very hard to do. And what has been hard to do is stay on the same page with the three of us for this show. But, um, <laughs> but, but I think the conversation. Thing, no, no, right? it's a great thing, and I think the conversation has been good all the way through. And I and I what? Oh, I wanted to tell you guys this mm. because this was something that happened over the over the uh, last couple of days, and I and I'm glad that I remembered. Um, so I was on Patreon. I do like these uh, the the Q and A once a month. Mm. So a guy came in, um, one of the patrons, at the $10 level, you can actually join the stream. Cool. So a guy came in, and he was talking. We talked for a bit, and then he said, you know, I was one of these people when I would watch She-Hulk, and I would say that, that it's anti-man, and it's this, and it's that, and, and people who like it, and I would go after people and everything, too. And he goes, and then I heard you guys talking about it on your show, and I said, what am I, what am I getting all worked up? Why is it, why, it's not worth it. 
He's like, he's like, so I just let people have their own opinion. And he's like, and you guys made me do that. And I was like, I thanked him for that. It's the greatest gift. That's amazing. Well, because it was just a matter, and it wasn't a, it was, it was just a conversation. It wasn't, and it wasn't the fact like, see what we did. It wasn't that. It was the fact that this kid just, he just listened and he said, yeah, you're right. And that's why the social media conversations, not every week, but are important, important to have for that particular at, at one. times. That was it. So I just wanted that's to give, great. yeah. Shout so, out to that and guy. And I want to let you guys Absolutely. know. Um, now before, because we leave, lose Koi a little early today. So we wanted to talk to you because we're very excited, by the way. Um, to let you guys know that over the last few days I was contacted and excited to announce that we're going to be doing a new segment on this show. This show segment is called Boom. And the segment this brought to you by Boom Comics. And so Boom, by the way, if you didn't know Boom, they're going to be doing Berserker. And Boom is, um, Boom, Boom is fantastic. Or you work with them many times I over. I do. I love these guys. So we have a we have a few things um, to talk about, and basically what we're going to do is it's not always going to be Boom Comics, I mean, we'll certainly be talking about Boom Comics. But um, over the we just started this today, so we'll have a couple of titles that Koi will be reading, and he'll he'll let us know, and he'll bring in a few, and he'll send me a few images, and we'll talk about stuff. But today we're going to be talking about the Boom Comics. And, get this and, man reading yeah, comics. Yeah, tell me about this one, Koi. <laughs> this is something that's killing the children. This is a this is a new one, and this one just just hit the it just hit the stand. So this is volume five of one of my top ten comics on the shelves. Hard stop. I right. read about fifty to seventy comics a week, <sighs> which puts me at about two hundred to two hundred fifty comics a month. This is in my top ten. This is a a peak comic books. This is a comic I've actually been recommending to people since I was actually uh, doing comic book shopping at Collider, and how long that's been. So uh, this is a comic I actually recommended to Damon Lindelof, and that was a great challenge because Damon Lindelof is one of the most intelligent, well-spoken, curated nerds in the game, and it was really cool to show him something he hadn't seen and have him love it. So that, that's like the feather in the cap for this book is that that guy's a Wednesday warrior. He goes every week, and I was like, no, 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 you don't know this beauty. Now, this comic is basically... Um, Imagine a world where only children can see monsters, a lot like when you have imagination, right? Like when, when kids imagine the monster under the bed, mm. they, can, they can have the freedom to see that. So in this world, only children can see these things attacking them, but other things are shredded and ripped apart before their children's eyes and the adults can't see them getting eviscerated. So this group of assassins, this league has been tasked to train to see these creatures and take them out. And that usually means their parents were killed by these monsters. So these kids grew up basically orphaned in this assassin school growing up to take out these creatures. Awesome. So there's this awesome political, almost League of Shadows-esque thing, but instead the League of Shadows are, some of them are good, some of them are bad. And there's different sects there's like different mask colors represent what group you're in. So our lead is in a group of hunters. So she goes out and actually attacks them. There's also some people that track them. There's also some people that, so it's this giant tapestry of this assassin league that's protecting kids that Dude. grew up having their parents killed by these monsters. I, so the, I, I didn't get a chance to, Art to fully dive in. And I, I you know, I, you know me, I don't love coming in in the middle of something. Sure, so sure. I want to go back. But what all of this is sounding like to me, one of my top animes uh, of, of all time uh, is Soul Eater. And so that's literally about uh, essentially like demon hunters, ghost hunters yeah. that are going out and like you have uh, human weapons and stuff like that, but you're going out and like destroying these demons, these witches and trying to collect these evil souls and stuff like that. But only certain people can see what's and, and going can on. operate from that place because it's like a different plane. Mm -hmm. And like you, you can trap the, the evil in like something that means a lot to you. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times the kids can trap it in like a stuffed animal. Then they have to like take out the demon once they've trained. But a lot of kids die in the training. So it's a brutal book of like death and mayhem and murder it. so it's like a it's like a metal is as hell harry potter like yeah. dumbledore is training you to take out this stuff mm -hmm. well again it's and so 
Something is Killing the Children, this is volume five and is out now and is the newest collection in the Something is Killing the Children saga. It's a horror, season, a horror series, and it's it's one of Boom Studios' biggest hits, and it's going to be a TV series yeah. on Netflix soon, which is oh. awesome also. So. It has a Netflix horror flavor, and it also had just had a, a spinoff book that's only on issue eight called House of Slaughter. And we were talking about the different houses, like the different trackers and stuff. Yeah. House of Slaughter is a specific one. Mm. So the book's done so well, not only has it you know gotten to this point in its run, it's spawned spinoffs, and there's different things. I actually have one of the bandanas with the teeth on it because I wow. love this book so much. Like. I love this book, and I read a lot, so to put it in the top ten is, is saying a lot because that's of all comics on the shelves, I might, period. I might have to come raid your bookshelf, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an exhausting place, but well, that you're was, welcome to it at any time, man. Well, that was one of the things like when Boom Studios said, hey, you know, they, we like they like Capes and Cows on what we're doing, and I and I said, well, we, we also know the Koi, obviously, <laughs> with, with Berserker, and like, it makes sense because they're so up and coming in what they're doing right now. They're crushing, crushing, but before, before you go into it, also, a couple other things, I know I'm going to lose you in a second. I also <laughs> want to talk to you because they have a few different things. They have Once Upon a Time at, at the End of the World, which is, it's on sale uh, on 11-23-22, and so we, we all got a chance to get an early look at the first series of Once Upon a Time at the End of the World, which is an upcoming post-apocalyptic epic uh, from New York Times best-selling writer Jason Aaron, which who did the Thor, who did Thor. He's incredible. Avengers. He's a genius, right? And the, the it's it's a unique saga, and it'll be told in three parts or books with a different artist on each book. And book one begins next month with the Eisner-winning artist Alexandra Tefekni, who, who did The Good Asian, and it's and I. I guess they, big, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ahead, so yeah okay, so when they told me about this book, they were like, and you love Saga. And I was like, I do love Saga. They're like, well, I think you'll like this book. And so for weeks, I've literally been like, okay, okay, is it time? And it is, uh, the highest praise I can give a book is it's like Saga. It's a lot like Saga in all the best ways. <laughs> like best way. that is a book that I have been yelling about for nearly a decade. It's got that thing where I'm just as compelled to yell from rooftops. And Jason Aaron has been... A lot of phase four is based off Jason Aaron's greatness. And I think that with James Tynan, who did uh, Something is Killing the Children, and Jason Aaron, they've got these two incredible figureheads of comics, and they're both getting things adapted. Boom, what I was going to say before we yeah, got into that little, is, is Boom is probably the fastest I've ever seen a comic They're book company grow. quick, man. Because like cool. it's a it's a company in like six years that yeah, I've yeah. seen go from like, that's a cool studio, I like what they're doing, to we're the first comic book to be on Hall H. That's an insane arc. Yep. The fact that there's never been a comic book on that stage, myself removed from it, I was honored to be the first host, but if I wasn't on that stage, I would have been in that room. So it's incredible to see a studio just blow up like this, and their stuff is so consistent. It's so good. Like, this is some of the other stuff, like just so. Love it. That so was that was the thing that I noticed that you know you were talking about. There'll be every book, uh, the book obviously being the volumes they're doing uh, with different artists. The artistry on this first book is it's beautiful. Awesome. It's awesome, and I, I, I and I, I, I that's, that's my favorite. Show. I really really enjoyed uh, my read of this, uh, and I and I can't wait to see where they're going from it. Get and it. and space opera sci-fi is such a hard thing to get it right is. because because really you're yep. so removed, right? Like it's so not your world. So right. it's kind of like what you experience with with Shield or something when you're right. like that's that's. But when you do it right, when you do it's it right. the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I say the saga comparison because it's it's a space opera of huge scope, but you feel for everyone. Which is why this is well, your jam. This is up my alley. Because when so it hits, when about, it hits. Yeah, yeah. So when he told me about this and we had a chance to look at it, they also have specs number one. 
which is um, on sale 11 22 which is a new horror series from writer David M. Boer, who did Firefly and Canto, and it's about a group of misfit teens in a small town who mail order a pair of joke X-ray glasses and discover that they come with dangerous powers. Oh, that's pretty Lord, awesome. That's and it's, cool. the, yeah. it's the artist on House of Slaughter, which I just mentioned. Yeah, they it, got a lot of good in-house talent. It's got like a Stranger Things feel yeah. to it. Stephen King also. Um, and fans can pre-order their first issue at their local comic book store. They, uh, they also have The Approach, number one, that's out right now. Once in Future, um, number 30. Now's the perfect time to catch up with all this stuff, man. So, again. Just so happy to talk comics. <laughs> and, and we will. And he absolutely will. And so that was um, that was our, our Boom segment, again, sponsored by Boom Studios. So we're, we're excited to be working with them. And once once it, it, was no, it was a no-brainer. Like, when we started talking to them, I was like, they're, they're perfect for it. And we get all these cool new things to read and tell the audience about. And to be honest, like, I love I love how engaged the audience is with this community. Yeah. Like, our, our yeah, Capes yeah. and Cows audience is incredible. If there's any part of you that's like, oh, boom is sponsoring this segment. These is why they're talking about these comics. Check my receipts. I've been talking about all these books for a very long time. 100%. I can I can vouch that it's oh, not. Oh, no, I no. just wanted to say, like, I'm glad you did, but but <laughs> honestly, no. That when when I started talking to boom afterwards, it was because of our conversations, right. and I know that's I mean, the chicken and the egg. The, I mean, the chicken it, was the books were good, absolutely, and it was the fact that like. When when they told me, hey, we, we've been watching Capes and Cows, I said, well, we talk about you guys all right. the time. So and now, because you said they're growing all the time, and the fact that we get a look at it, because what I want to do is I can't wait for even the, 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 the show that's we the comics we turn into a Netflix series. I want to get the new look and the new ones that are coming out, and, yeah, and then man. once they blow up, we're like, hey, we talked about yeah, it. We were first. here hey, first, hey, and that was what was cool about Berserker is yeah. is I got that because I was yelling about Berserker, like uh, you know, Keanu Watch Reeves you doesn't hear Berserker. your name. Oh, dude, that was so hard not to. <laughs> Can you imagine being on that stage into my brain being like, I'm don't sure. say it, don't say I'm it? I'm sure he's, it's not the first time <laughs> they heard it, but um, all right, so you got to go, which sucks because I, there's so much that I wanted to talk to you about with this Marvel stuff. That I was got another five minutes. I can do another five. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'll be late to the other thing. I was late to this. I was going to say, are we going to talk about Zoloff at all? <laughs> He's doing other stupid things too, huh? Oh, dude. Yeah, he, we'll talk. We'll talk. Let's talk about him yeah, last because I don't yeah, want to yeah. give him any more right now. Um, <laughs> but I do. Well, let's let's get to. I'm going to go to where's the new and thank you once again to um, to Boom Studios. We're excited. Uh, we're excited to y- be, y'all uh, should to y'all should real real talk. Y'all should talk to uh, the Ying Yang Twins and see if you can uh, get that. Boom! It's home. We here to rock your dome. Talk about boom. Nice. What's happening? Also, like, just love to boom for caring about their comics so much. That's why we can like sing the praises because they're so consistent. That's right. Uh, Carbon health, not part of this. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's the news at all. Um, okay, so let's get to let's get to some news here. Going to a comic book movie. And by the way, thank you to Nazette who did the um, who did the the. New, Ooh, new that layout. inlay is cool. I like, like that. New, yeah, I like it. All right, let's move. Let's see. First thing I want to get to, is I'm sure they're going to have it here somewhere. Um, I got to get. I'm sure, it's it's all the way down here with this Marvel stuff, man. Because that was that was the big news. The shifts. Yeah, like all the. All it just the the you're. It's probably um, a couple days ago. Right? Yeah. But what's, was, what's so? Was, I mean, we can talk about it while while we're scrolling. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I I think the best thing about it is we've been hearing about all the visual effects stuff mm-hmm. needing more time. Mm-hmm. This automatically is they're already in production, so this just buys them time. Every set it up so early. Blade. That's my, well. That they was, built some that's sets, what's, but that's, <laughs> that, that's what started. I'm just going to bring. It up that's here. what started it. No, no, I know. I know. So just while Christian's bringing this up, so the big thing, if you didn't, uh, no pun intended, uh, if you didn't see the news, doing. they pushed everything back because they're still looking for their blade director. So because of that, all of the release dates moved back a little bit. Um, 
including what we were supposed to have the two Avengers movies in one day in one year, and yep. now you've got they're split across what twenty five and twenty six, which I'm cool with as well. Yeah, that's fine. Like I, 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 I thought that was an ambitious year, and I was like excited about it. But I also would I I would always have our movie be released correctly than released soon. I agree, and and I feel like the internet is is the other way a lot of the time. But I would much rather you know have the visual effects done. I would I, I, hopefully we all live long enough to see all this stuff. So mm-hmm. like just take your time. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to move, Christian? This stupid thing. There you go. Um, so anyway, they when they moved the blade, I think it, it screwed everything up. Um, mm. so. Which intrigues me about the end of Blade. Like I'm wondering how tied in. I, I'm assuming Blade's an Avenger, uh, and therefore we need the Blade movie <clears throat> to do certain things that set up other things. Mm. Otherwise, moving Blade that's, wouldn't that's have ex- caused a cascading that, domino. That's, that's exactly right. So what? So I think it does go back to what we were saying about. Um, you know, the directors have been getting the movies. Sam Raimi, Chloe Zhao, um, uh, Taika Waititi have been getting mm-hmm. their movies, and then Marvel has come second. It's been the director first, and Marvel. And that never used to be the case. I think Feige said, we can't do that anymore. Uh, Phase five. It is going back to the old way. I do. I think it was going back that way, and I think that's why he brought in dude from uh, WandaVision to do Fantastic Four. I think... Um, that that to me makes makes it's a lot. It's an of in-house sense. director. Yeah. It's more like the old studio system. It gets some more so, but and I think that I do think it might have happened where because apparently Mahershala Ali is also not thrilled right now with things that have been going with the director on behind, being behind, gone. behind the scenes. Also, I hear the script what? was like seven pages. I heard he was, it was like I heard, tiny, he was, like I heard he wasn't happy with the script. But e- either oh. either way, so the speculation let it go wherever you want it to go. Yeah, we don't know. I haven't but called no, Mahershala at all. But what I would what I would think you is don't that don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah, but, may, but maybe. But maybe, though, you know, that director was like, no, I wanted to do what I wanted to do, and I don't want to go down that direction. And the same reason that, you know, when Derrickson left. Nobody talks yeah. about how Der- Derrickson left. De- De- Sam Raimi wasn't the first choice. Derrickson left the project. And it was, like, pretty that. deep into, like, we'd heard things yeah. about it. It, wasn't, it yeah. wasn't like he just signed on and left. Like, we right. heard some stuff. So that's possible. So then when – and then they're like, well, there's no way once the director left that they were going to make that release date. Right. And then now, now after not liking the script, they moved it. So I think that it was all in play of where they were going to go with it. So they mm-hmm. had to start shifting things because – because the the main thing that I mean they just moved Deadpool by like a Two couple months. of months. That's yeah, not, that's September not a big to November. Deal. It's the Avengers one that was the big shift. That one was because they were supposed to release both of them in the same year, and then you know, then then they shifted to twenty twenty six, which means they're going to have big box office in both twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six. Obviously, right. it's right. very stupid of me, but I was so bummed to see Fantastic Four not come out in twenty twenty four. I don't know Is why. That, was this supposed to come out at the end of twenty twenty four? And now it's beginning of twenty twenty five because of yeah. the four. I just, it was, yeah, I know it's, but you're. how good is that marketing? <laughs> yeah. It's right there. The stars had a line to give us but, a 2024. But, no, but, but is that, but is that also, does it have to do with all that? Because that's the thing though, when you're, because you are, Marvel has been making a big television show for, for the movies. Yeah, when you've got a show and one episode doesn't work out, you got, it's, you it's a domino effect. Yeah, and, and shift. I think that's for the best. Again, I'd rather have it shift deeper than anything get rushed right. and the fact that we were getting you know a deadpool movie as soon as we were and we just got the announcement i was a little surprised by right because i mean it's the end of 2022 we've got two months left so when things get announced for 2024 i'm like ooh. Well, they said months? they were shooting it already though remember what, what he said in that announcement he said they were already shooting it. well he, oh, yeah because it went the joke was like we don't know what we're doing oh by the way we got hugh jackman yeah but in reality you've got to film it you've got to test it you've got a cgi right. done right, right i would much rather those artists like when we talked about she hulk half the episode she looks great half they're like what's happening right i would much rather not have those half if that means another six months i think that's for the best especially with something like avengers 
I think a lot of these shifts are because it was very public that visual effects artists were like, hey, we're overworked, underpaid. You're, you're kicking the hell out of us. I think now's the time to go, hey, we respect you. We I listened. Think it's a good move. Here's I, some six months. I think you have to move it. I think I think they made the right choice by mo moving it. It's Especially just if the script but, isn't good. If Mahershal right. Ali is like, hey, you I'm don't want to piss him off. I, also, he knows what the stakes are. Blade right. is the reason the MCU exists. You think he's going to drop out? No. No. I think I think this is why he's not dropping out. I think this is him being like, "Hey, I'm out unless we fix this." Yeah. Okay, I'll stay. It's it's also when you consider how upset Wesley was that they didn't call him. Now Wesley was too old to do it. If we're being honest, I, I love Wesley yeah. Snipes, but th that would not have been the right choice. I mean, you'd have to make it. You could have done it, but you'd have to make it a very different story. And you the would, physicality yeah. of the Blade movies is why they're great, or I, part of I why agree. they're great. Not the only reason, but no. like Wesley being able to do that stuff is why he's Blade. And I and I would make the argument he probably still. Could. I would not be surprised if he could pull it off for you a. Could movie. Do an older Blade, like like older like you know Batman, but it, but it'd be like a one off. You couldn't do it that. that yeah, that's right. my problem. Secret Wars. That you could yeah. be the, the, the yeah. as long as it takes to film movies you could get him potentially for one and if you immediately shot his scenes for the next you could do that but then you have to be done with yeah, the character but it's true it's like how many times you're going to use him if you're going to use him the way you want to use him it's like you only have so much that you can yeah. get out of Wesley I, I agree but I think you could have done like a one or two off I think I, I get, if you're going to do that then I, I almost feel like you should have made him uh, 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 Whistler thank you I thought of that oh, okay. too I, was that, I think that would have been a good way to give him that nod and homage there but to that point, who is Whistler? Uh, like his mentor. No, 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 no. I know who he is, but who, who is who's Whistler? Who's playing who him in this? Him? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Chris Christopherson in the yeah, who's right? Great. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. But right. but all that being said, knowing that Wesley was already upset about this and what he did for the superhero genre and why and all that, there is a level of expectation amongst comic fans, black folk, everything that Mahershala and whatever's coming with this re-envisioning right. can live up to that. Right. So you really can't mess this one up because I would argue, even though it doesn't necessarily seem like it, that this is on the same level of like, what you gonna do with Fantastic Four? Oh, it's with huge. X-Men, you know Because I mean? real comic fans are aware that Blade predates Spider-Man and X-Men. Well, like, when you talk to people that are in this right. game to the level we are, Blade is the movie that did it. So I think it's really important that you honor that with a movie mm -hmm. that's quality. Sure. And then you don't cast Mahershala Ali for a one-off. He's got a 10-year contract or right. whatever, probably. Well, it, which is why it's gotta be good. And it absolutely is the reason why um why they pushed it i think that they should but Corey's got to get going but again and as you know the guy does a thousand different shows That's he's got a lot, a lot of energy and the reason why he has so much energy is because he's doing athletic greens he's got That's a true. lot of athletic greens and he's been and he's got one he's got a packet on the way out um so and if you didn't know why Coy uses athletic greens why i use athletic greens is because you got me too yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Winston is. That's right. Winston became a believer. Yeah. Winston became a believer. I just of needed it to be cold. I at, learned my at, lesson. That's right. He. he <laughs> Winston drinks it cold and he loves it. And that's right. Winston has been using it as well. So, um, for me, I Brett got me on it a long time ago, and I, I just I've, I never went back because I'm not a I'm not a big vitamins like uh, taking all these vitamins and doing all that. It's like I just put it in a in a, a water bottle. I shake it up. That's all I got. I start my day off, and I got a lot of energy. It's super healthy. It doesn't taste bad. It tastes good, actually. It's got, like, that fruity taste. And as Winston said, it does taste better cold. I'll be honest with you. Um, but you take one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, and you take 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, the whole thing, and you start your day off right. For me, I do it for that that kick right away, that energy, and, and, I'm, and I'm ready to go. It's lifestyle-friendly. Um, it supports better sleep quality and recovery. It supports better mental clarity and alertness. Very true. It costs you less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself, by the way. Athletic Greens is over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes. It's trusted by leading um, health experts such as Tim Ferriss and 
Michael Gervais. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's all you got to do. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Again, athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Take ownership over your health and pick up that ultimately ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And as I said to you guys beforehand and i say it to you now if you um are looking for a way to support the show not only are you supporting your uh your health habits here by going into athletic greens but you help the show and people keep telling me i get a message one or two every day saying that how they got it and then i get another message saying how they tried it and they loved it so please let me know it's the reason why they made they made their way they're one of the the few people that made their way on the actual shelf they're on the actual shelf if you look in the back they look look at that Koi's not there, but Athletic Greens is. How about that? I like comic books. See? Yeah. Athletic Greens loves comic books. Um, all right, tell me about this Olaf stuff. What's going on? Okay. I don't so, even know. Uh, wow. Um, I, so just, the, I just get bored with it now. I get it. Well, there was there was a massive cut of essentially everything. Yeah. Uh, they, they dumped Studio 13, which was like their kind of development uh, studio that they were using to do short films and short-form content. A lot of that, people of color involved in that. They axed the uh, Warner Brothers uh, writer and uh, director programs, same thing. It's for people that are either underrepresented or don't really have an avenue into, yeah. uh, that they're talented, but they don't have a way into the industry. That, I want to say it's like, they said it was like 25 years old, something like that. That's gone. They're slicing everything. They through. sliced everything. And then they got rid of uh, Cartoon Network Studios. Yeah. Oh, they, wow. they fired a ton of people yeah. and then absorb the rest into um i guess warner animation or whatever they're whatever bleed, the thing they're bleeding and i get that the, the, the problem where this looks really bad now yeah. it was one thing when you're like we cut batgirl latina superhero it's another when every cut looks like something of color sure. or something underrepresented sure. and now it's like what are you doing right right it's like, like it's like it's not it's not yeah it's that's that's true it's like it's, it's they, they are they it's, it's again it goes back to the same thing it's like there are ways bed, bedside manner in a way right absolutely it's, it's like when you're looking at your cuts you're making a lot of different cuts announce your cuts maybe a little differently it, announce it, them and how they're going to do it very it, differently or if even if you're not ready to move in another direction and, and, and tell people what it is, you need to give them some sort of reassurance. And just having Blue Beetle, which I'm sure is gonna be amazing based off of the testing right, and the, the, right. the conversation you just had with Cholo, uh, uh, like I'm sure it's gonna be phenomenal. But I think what just gets so dangerous with this is that old adage, once is an instance, twice is a coincidence, three times is a pattern. And the pattern continues to be, you are cutting a very specific right. element of the company and it just, it is really, really rubbing me the wrong way. I don't blame you. you yeah, I, I understand. I completely understand. And I think that that's, uh, yeah, he's not doing, it's, it's crazy because here's the thing. And this kind of transitions, transitions us into the next thing where, because he's gonna, he's got Black Adam coming out now. Right. Now, Black Adam is going to, now Black Adam does have a lot of representation in that, in mm -hmm. that, in that mm -hmm. film. And now it's, now that's a seven bucks and, and Dwayne Johnson really led, led project, mm -hmm. right? It's been something that Dwayne Johnson has been on for a very long time, mm -hmm. eight, mm -hmm. eight to 10 years, whatever it might be, but it's a massive, massive movie right now. And Dwayne Johnson is easily the, one of the best marketing geniuses mm -hmm. 
whether it, say what you want about Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is a marketing genius. Ryan Reynolds is, um, and so is Dwayne Johnson. And Dwayne Johnson has proven that over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So, and correct me if I'm wrong, Winston. I think that mm-hmm. when Black Adam came out, the trailer, mm-hmm. people were talking about it, interested in it mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But the buzz on it wasn't like, oh, man, this is going to be a banger. But part of the reason why is, um, and I know we've been able to do it with Guardians and and other properties that maybe we're not as familiar with. Black Adam is definitely one of those ones that diehard comic fans know who the character is. A lot of people don't. Sure, sure. But 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 you've got The Rock. And The Rock is is arguably, but let me, let me just get through this one, one particular point. Of course. Point. So, so, but like The Rock is arguably still one of the last like movie stars yes like, why people go to the movies yes. to see a movie star and the rock is is you can make the argument that he's one of those guys I, I agree so my question is the buzz behind it was not it, it was like okay he's got an action movie could be good could be uh, he's got a superhero movie great but what he started to do over the last two weeks mm-hmm. because all this buzz we were talking about a month ago right before comic-con is is henry cavill coming back as superman is superman coming back is superman coming back and it's like well you know and it's people playing coy about it and i don't know i'm not sure i don't know and then over the last two weeks he's pretty much just saying yeah yeah because he's been saying his the thing he said on multiple talk shows is watch out for a super post credit like has been the thing right. he keeps saying and then, and they asked him and they, and many times over people have asked him and said okay so then is there going to be a black adam versus superman movie yeah man that's what we want to do okay so and then he said well there's a, he's the most powerful guy on the planet but there's someone more powerful okay so he to every interview and it's not like and it's one of these things where if and it also shows you the shots that Dwayne Johnson is calling because any other star that is spoiling stuff like that or not spoiling but because he didn't necessarily spoil but pretty much confirming it right mm-hmm. any other star it's like hey what are you doing he goes we're gonna get a lot of asses into the seats because of this and he's a hundred percent right because if you look at it I can't tell you how many people I know you look at the comments of this these videos as well um a lot of people were like, until he started talking about Henry Cavill potentially coming back, that we could get Henry Cavill back. I wasn't going to see this movie. I was right. going to wait. I'm going to see it opening night now. Right. Well, and that's, and that's, I think that that is, because I know uh, uh, you and Coy did screeners already um, for the film. I, I, I It makes me wonder, uh, only in the sense that if you're doing that, I know part of it is a lot of people didn't know this character. So even though, sure, Rock's got another film out. Like, yeah. I have a bunch of homies, and you, you've done this before with your friends where you've been like, do you know about uh, Ezra Miller? Right. And they have no idea. I have a bunch of homies go like, what the hell is a black adult? <laughs> like, like, but they, they knew the Rock in a movie, though, right? What, they, they literally were just like, I see it's the Rock playing a superhero or, or right. a villain. What, right. what is he doing? Right. What, is, what the hell is a black Adam? They call him Black Adam because he's black? And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's, it's, and they go... I don't know if I need to see all that. Like, I, and they, they've so I wonder if part of this marketing plan was get, let's make sure. Absolutely, you know, uh, there's there's no I wonder. It's a hundred percent why because because mm-hmm. uh, of your your friends who are mm-hmm. because my point they pro, they proved of like they're aware of the movie right because it's The Rock. But they didn't necessarily want to see because they don't know who the hell it is. They didn't care, and they didn't they, care. It doesn't matter how big yeah. of a movie star yeah, is. Yeah. Okay, great. I don't know. He's playing a superhero. Yeah, but if you told you, yeah, but 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 Superman's supposed to be in it. And it's supposed to kick off a Superman thing, and you're going, oh, that's kind of interesting. And it, and it, and that's the whole thing is that there's because the way I essentially had to explain it, I was like, do you know Shazam? He was like, you know, I didn't watch that, sh-. and I was like, okay, okay. 
Dude's got essentially a magical version of Superman's powers. Yeah. And he sometimes is a good guy and sometimes he just starts murking people. So it just depends on what the scenario is that's gonna he's like, okay, that's sorta of interesting. I still don't care. And then I got you're right, I got a text yesterday of someone that happened to have just watched one of those interviews. Right. And they go, is he gonna fight Superman in this? And I'm like, well, that's the rumor. And if he's straight up saying it in interviews, he's like, All right, I mean, I, w- I might see that. Well, he's been rumoring, he's been rumoring that Superman's gonna make- um, An appearance. And right. that, that eventually it will lead to a battle. He, mm-hmm. And and like they, they made it very clear they wanna focus on the origins of, of Black course, Adam and all that. Of course, you should. But anyway, it goes back to the Zoloff thing before. He's got this movie, I think now, I think this movie's gonna be a bigger hit than it was originally going to be. Okay. I think it's going to be a bigger hit. I think it's going to have a good opening weekend. And I think that's it's 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 not even a, a chip in what Warner Brothers needs to do in order to get themselves back on on track. But mm-hmm. but if and I and I said it, as Olaf starts getting hits and starts putting stuff into place, as much as rightfully so, some of the things that are bothering you about the things that, that he's doing at the moment, unfortunately, they'll start to be forgotten about if things are start to be made as hits, that's just how how, which, it, how it goes. Which is fine because the the, uh, the last part of the rumor that I forgot, or not the rumor, but it was reported, um, they're even looking at potentially axing a large part of DC Comics. Right. So it's a situation where you'll keep the IP and you'll keep seeing movies, but now you're talking about potentially some of the books being just right. like straight up done. Right. Like, and that in and of itself sure. is insane. It is. So it's it's. I hear you. I think if he starts putting out billion dollar movies, then a lot will be forgotten. It's just how it goes. It's just how it goes. I mean, I, especially if he, if he if he saves Warner Brothers and gets them from being, you know, in the in the in the the shits or that's my one. But if he gets from being in there, um, he is um, uh, he's going to be looked upon. Oh, look, his moves were ripe. However, if he still makes all of these moves and the movies start bombing, they're going to come up he, even more so. It is you are you are backing yourself into a corner yeah. that you. Better know for damn sure you got a haymaker because if you don't, you are going to get knocked the f out. I, like honestly, yeah, like out of his position. Not just out of the position, you are also potentially going to completely tank the company too because you are you making sell a, it to Disney. You are, <laughs> you might have to. That's how we finally get Justice League versus Avengers. Oh you might have to, but you the you riots. Are, the riots, I know. I, but 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 I, you you are playing a very dangerous yeah. game, yeah. Um, because you are not earning a single ounce of goodwill right now, so you have better come with that that like combo that's going to bring you out of this, because otherwise, you may have just blown this up. All right, everybody. So look, we had a lot to talk about here today. She Hulk, Marvel moving stuff, Black Adam's coming out. Warner Brothers got to get their s together. Boom Studios sponsoring the show and have some great comics. Boom, it's song. That's right. Boom, shalak, lock, boom. Come on now. Boom, shakalaka. You remember that? You know, yeah, House of Pain. Oh, I House of Pain. Boom. Oh, that, that too. I thought you were going NBA Jam. That's a good one too. Um, all right, listen. <laughs> so, guys, once again, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, make sure if you haven't done that already, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Seventy thousand. We're getting there. We're getting close. We got a lot of great stuff this weekend. We have. Uh, speaking of Black Adam, I have my um, my out of the theater reaction review coming soon. I have the review up for Halloween ends. Um, I have uh, a bunch of other things up on the channel at the moment. So please check it out. I hope that you enjoyed it. And thank you guys for joining us here for Coy and Winston and myself. Appreciate you, and we'll see you soon. Peace.
another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. Marcus, what happened? I was changing my oil and I spilled some on the floor. Oh, we'll use these $50 bills to wipe it up. Perfect. Got any more? Yeah, yeah, take a couple hundred. Stop. Instead of using money, use an old rag. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary.